0: I've just about had enough of you!
1: I'm more a machine! A oh, man without a kid! I am at your disposal with 187 other languages, along with their various dialects and sub-tongues. Dialects and sub-tongues. and
0: sub-tongues. Hello, welcome to another episode of 50 Years of Shit Robots with Matt and Steven. Um, and we are going to take some time in this episode to just meander through the pasture lands of robots that we've already been wandering through in this series and just take a little time to indulge ourselves in some of our favourites and our least favourites and then look forward to the coming season five of 50 Years of Shit Robots which we're going to be um, dropping on the 29th of May. So Stephen Murray, how are you by the way? I'm good. Yeah. What's been going on with you? Come on. Let's share. Let's do some share time.
1: For some reason I've been watching some uh, 1970s disaster movies. I don't know why. I went to the cinema to see an awful lot of these. And I remember going to see Towering Inferno and loving it and then going to see it when I was a little bit older and just laughing all the way through.
0: <laughs> I remember loving that as a kid. Towering Inferno. It was one of I remember it being one of the first videos we rented. Towering oh, wow. Inferno. That and the Poseidon Adventure. I always tend to get
1: them mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) So this building turns upside down in the sea (laughs) while a cruise liner is on fire. That's it. I mean,
0: you know, that might not make such a bad film.
1: It's one of the ones that Irwin Allen didn't make, isn't it? The Poseidon Adventure on fire with a a tower block underwater. uh...
0: In the early morning hours of New Year's Eve, The SS Poseidon, en route from New York to Athens, was struck by a towering Inferno. Erwin Allen's
1: production of The Poseidon Inferno.
0: Right, so this podcast can act as a sort of a State of the Union address. We can have a, a think about the things we've discovered on our journey through our 50 years of shit robots. And also look forward to some of the wonderful treats that we've got in store. The reason that we're doing this really is because I've just reorganized all of our back episodes into seasons.
1: Whoa!
0: And then, so you now get a decade a season, sort of. Apart from the fifties, where there are just loads of films. So we've done two seasons on the nineteen fifties. After Maria from Metropolis, which was the very first film that we watched for this show, and it's the show, it's the film on which the premise of the whole podcast is is hung, isn't it? Really, that it film. is very much so. Is that yeah. between twenty seven metropolis and star wars 77 every single robot film was shit or mm. or at least the robot in the film was shit yeah that's the that's what we're stress testing and happily we found that that's it doesn't quite stand up no to a, to it, a, a rigorous scientific analysis
1: it's open for discussion for those who have a beloved robot next to their heart
0: yeah so so far and we are uh, we, we've got to the end of the 1950s we have discovered three not-shit robots. The Tin Man from Wizard of Oz.
1: Gort and
0: his underpants. Gort, yes, that's right. Gort from the day the Earth stood still. Robbie. And Robbie the robot from Forbidden, Forbidden Planet. That Those are three robots are not-shit
1: robots. There's a couple that came close. You really liked Kronos, didn't you? I did
0: like Kronos. Kronos and Tobor. Now, both of those, I think that they fell down, <laughs> literally, metaphorically. <laughs> on their movement, or
1: lack of. Yeah, Tobor was a little bit better, but they didn't, he wasn't really utilised. He wasn't independent. No, No, he wasn't.
0: And he was too lumbering, wasn't he? He
1: drove a jeep.
0: He he did drive a jeep. And
1: he he did did go down a spiral staircase.
0: I mean, that is pretty good going. And Kronos is the massive sort of power station. I I think you described him as a, a brutalist car park of a robot.
1: <laughs> From a new town in the Midlands. <laughs>
0: yeah. And but there's a moment in that film where where Kronos develops little legs and starts, <laughs> starts Stomping look,
1: on Mexicans you know. with Hawaiian shirts on.
0: Yeah. So um the Tin Man I thought was is just a brilliant, brilliant cyborg or Android. Oh Cyborg. C- because cyborg. it's a real person, isn't it, who then is slowly replaced he, bit, yes. bit by bit, limb by limb.
1: He, yeah, limb by limb and bit by bit until he's completed, but he hasn't got a heart. Um, so what is he? He's part, He was cyborg to begin with. Now he's android. Wow.
0: One of the, the early sort of things we realised about robots in films, certainly in the sort of 30s and 40s, that if they dance and sing, then they're likely to be, be
1: not shit. What about the robots from Loss of Sensation? Because there is a scene in that where an entire hangar full of nine-foot robots are dancing to the yeah. saxophone of yeah. the sky, Definitely. which is a scene that still kind of stays with me.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. And that whole, the fact that it's music that controls the robots in that film yeah. is really cool. I like That's that That's very clever. They are quite, they are really lumbering.
1: They? they are, but there is a robot apocalypse at the end of it, which you created a phrase for that, didn't you?
0: Robocalypse.
1: A robocalypse. Yeah.
0: So if you if you're interested in in listening to that episode, where we talk about the 1935 film Loss of Sensation, and also the play on which robots gets their name, Rossum's Universal Robots, then it's. Um, called the elephant in the room and it's episode seven season one episode seven uh, mm-hmm. you can enjoy that
1: they were i think they were the only robot that we've looked at which was a political tool because yeah that's it's a russian film yeah obviously they have to get their message in
0: I mean, as you say there have been other robots in the series that i mean i really liked the robot in the 1948 british farce uh <laughs> the perfect woman perfect woman i love that robot uh, so that episode is episode 15, uh, which is called Weird Woman, a Mucky Mary Poppins.
1: <laughs> I love a Mucky Mary Poppins. That's yeah, referring to uh, weird science, isn't
0: it? That one was a double bill, wasn't it? Which was the perfect woman. And then we compared and contrasted to weird science from the 80s because it's sort of a similar, similarish concept. What about robots that you haven't enjoyed?
1: Well, we didn't enjoy Roman to begin with from Robot Monster from 1952. If you watch it without any background knowledge, it truly is a terrible film.
0: It's awful. Awful. To be fair, don't you think that it is also, like, even, you know, with with added knowledge, it's still quite weird. It stuff. is
1: still quite, it becomes charming. mm so we went on a little bit of a journey and I got in touch with the guy who restored it. It's Bob Ferminac.
0: Yeah, he restored the 3D version, didn't he?
1: Yeah, because it's filmed in, in two, two bits. So you have to have the two parts of the film to make, the 3d yeah and we watched we we found our old goggles mine was from friday the 13th part 3d that's good and you had some uh, old 3d goggles, and we watched some clips and it kind of we we just kind of understood yeah because it was massively popular
0: film it made loads of money didn't it it did yeah yeah um and it was made for for almost no money which you will notice
1: <laughs> when you watch it. <laughs> it but if, is noticeable. It is
0: noticeable. But if you go if you um want to listen to the episode Robot Monster, that is episode nineteen. And I would also recommend listening to episode twenty-two, which is about the film Gog, which is another 3D robot film from the nineteen fifties. And in the show notes for Gog, we have linked to the the 3D videos that you can watch. If you've got 3D specs, then you can watch a little bit of Robot Monster 3D, and that's that's in the show notes for episode 22. That's GOG. So a nice little double bill might be Robot Monster episode 19 and GOG episode 22. One other robot that I found pretty terrible was from the 1958 Mexican film, The Aztec Mummy versus the Humanoid Robot.
1: I always told myself I'd never go back. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But the the robot, I mean, it's sort of like it's an interesting robot because it's the first robot we have we had seen up until that point that had a decapitated human head uh, involved with it. (laughs) It's just so rubbish, isn't it? It's so bad. It's made of, of, of very cheap cardboard. And there's
1: been I little done to disguise it. Isn't cardboard cheap by default? <laughs> I suppose it is. You're right. Yeah. I think we did have a robot that was built out of expensive cardboard, and that was the uh, the robot from Target
0: Earth. Target Earth. Yes. And that robot also has lovely tap dance
1: shoes on. Doesn't oh, it? the little tinkly, tinkly feet. Yeah. The thing I types. did enjoy about Aztec Mummy versus the Robot was the journey that. Because we always go on a journey, don't we, when Absolutely. we research these, and we go into different places. Like with Devil Girl from Mars, I ended up in some sleazy little holes in Soho. And with the uh, Aztec mummy, I ended up just in Mexican wrestling. Yeah. And I love that.
0: Yeah. It's a great episode. It's a terrible film, but a great episode. If you want to listen to it, it's episode 31, The Aztec Mummy versus the Humanoid Robot, which I heartily recommend. The <laughs> Devil Girl from Mars one is good as well, though. That's episode 21. Yeah. So there have been some great robots already and there have been some absolute stinkers. But as we look forward to uh, season five, which will be beginning on Monday, the 29th of May, we've got some great, great robots and films to look forward to. We are now in the 1960s, going all highbrow to kick off the the season because the very first film featuring a robot from the 1960s, is the American comedy film made by Allied Artist Pictures called Sex Kittens Go to College.
1: Yay!
0: A.K.A. Beauty and the Robot. So, that is, that is our first... I mean, clear the decks for that one. <laughs> that You've got to clear extra- the decks
1: for Mammy Van
0: Doren. So, season five is going to be from 1960 to 1963, which means that we're going to... We're going to be enjoying our first Bond film, (laughs) which is, I mean, it's such a tenuous robot connection.
1: Isn't it? So we're looking
0: forward to Dr. No. We've got Jason and the Argonauts as well, which is a film that is just burnt into my childhood memory. I I loved that film.
1: That is quite interesting because you you don't really think of ancient Greece having robots, but they did. They They had the concept as well.
0: Also, the Daleks make an appearance in 1963. They're coming. (laughs) They are coming. So we're going to be starting our journey into Dalek world, and and that'll be our first Doctor Who episode as well, so that'll be good. And also we'll be being joined once again by show favourite, writer, screenwriter, uh, robot lover, Mark Stay, who's going to be talking us through his uh, film Robot Overlords. So there's lots to look forward to in the coming series.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to hunker down on the couch and watch some really, really terrible films. (laughs) And some really, really good ones. Yeah.
0: So we're going to begin season five on the 29th of May. Gird your loins for sex kittens go to college. Brace, position, please, everybody.
1: (laughs) Both airbags deployed.
0: We'll see you on the 29th. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.